ಪ್ರಾಣಾಯಾಮ ಪ್ರತ್ಯಾಹಾರ ಧಾರಣ ಧ್ಯಾನ ಸಮಾಧಿ ಆಲ್ ದೀಸ್ ಸ್ಟೆಪ್ಸ್ ಗಿವನ್ ಇನ್ ದ ನೇಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಯೋಗ ಆರ್ based on yamaniyama with clean mind clean the mind first then you can practice all the rest then the result will be beneficial to you otherwise with an unclean mind if you practice meditation you will ruin your own life and others also any practice even asana for example there are certain poses certain mudras you don't have to do anything else just practice that mudra maha mudra for example yoga mudra as mudra it will awaken certain psychic areas you can become siddhas you can accomplish certain powers and if your mind is not clean you will misuse them you'll use it to boost your ego sometimes even to hurt others that is why the entire yoga practice every entire religious practice even your prayer should be made with clean mind how often we come across people praying lord i know that my next door neighbor huh, prayed huh, and got a big boon and i know what boon is that you know what he got the next door neighbor he prayed and said god i should always get double of what my neighbor gets if he gets 1000 i should get automatically 2000 and because he practiced meditation properly and worship god said okay sure tadastu amen be it so you will get it knowing that this guy also started meditating and suddenly god appeared to him say what do you like i really don't want to ask you too many things and put you into trouble all i need is just take my one eye away just make my one eye blind you know the, huh? you know the reason for that kind of huh? boon why because he is he knows positively that the other guy will get the double <laughs> ah see you take my one eye away he'll be blind in both eyes huh? meditation yes yoga sure what you think you will shoot to get but are you thinking the right thing that's where yamanayama comes keep your mind free from this ego free from selfishness 
make it clean every religion boy when moses went to the, to the mountains god could have given him a couple of million dollars or something hmm? now what did god give him some good advice huh? that's all <laughs> be a clean boy good boy hmm? don't go out to the way to kill anybody tell lies hurt anybody hmm? thou shall not kill thou shall not lie hmm? that means keep yourself clean the whole generation follows that in their altar they have these two tablets they keep the tablets on the altar they never swallow when you are given some tablets for certain problems you should eat it put it in the mouth and drink some water instead you put it in a nice bottle and put it at the altar and say worshiping the scriptures is not going to bring us any benefit i don't say that you should not worship but don't stop just worshiping use it and i ask you this is the ladder i give you you can get up and go you say ah guru they gave me a nice beautiful ladder to go to the upper floor oh what a wonderful thing you lean the ladder against the wall decorate it with velvet put some garlands around some potu instant incense burn candles all around go round and round worship ladder please take me upstairs please take me upstairs ladder is not given for that purpose just to worship step on it <laughs> yeah all the scriptural advices are given to apply not to supply sometimes we go supply that to everybody never apply it on ourselves i am a football 49er fan how excited can i be without disturbing my peace <laughs> oh yes if you are really a fan of the football watch the ball it gets kicked around and still it is round it doesn't get upset it helps others to play with is it not you can become a football i'm talking about the indian football not the american football soccer is the real football you don't touch it by hand except the goalkeeper so watch the ball you have a great lesson lord let me be the football help me to accept and enjoy kicking around it doesn't matter how much how many kicks i get i like them to play using me what a great lesson you can so get excited 
be a football let the world kick you around and enjoy it you happiness joy to others even if they kick you a tree gives a lot of fruits when somebody stones it right if you climb up and pluck you may pluck one or two if you throw a nice stone lot of fruits will fall down that's what if somebody kicks you give them more it's a hard lesson but if you are really in a, a fan of football club and 49er take that lesson be a good football can you be a yogi and watch sports like watch sports like football <laughs> why not you can even become a better yogi by watching football i said huh? people have, seem to have peculiar notions about huh? being a yogi or oh, being a yogi mean i can't look at it i can't smile i can't eat this i can't do that huh? just be what you are be relaxed that's yoga see what kind of even this question amazes me what kind of thinking that they have about yoga like sometimes even even people question you are a swami what is it you are very simple down to earth constantly making people laugh you are a clown Oh, I have to be like this, always. Huh? <clears throat> you sinners, come unto my feet. <laughs> Nonsensical. No. Just be what you are. Not only watching football, go and play football. kick around <laughs> paramahamsa yogananda talks about kriya yoga as the fastest technique for self realization what is this kriya yoga and is there any equivalent technique in integral yoga it is part of yoga no doubt it's not equivalent or anything it's not created by paramahamsa yogananda himself i don't think so far anybody has created anything new with the same presented maybe with little different labels take for example tm transcendental meditation every meditation helps you to transcend the purpose of the meditation is to transcend so it's almost like you are putting a label hunger satisfying food <laughs> what else the food would do you don't have to put in a, a, a label or adjective hunger satisfying food that's the purpose of the food like transcendental meditation 
Meditation is transcendental. It ultimately helps you to transcend the body-mind sheaths. But sometimes we give a new name to attract more people to get involved. There's nothing wrong in it again. And Kriya Yoga actually is mentioned in Patanjali Yoga Sutra. It's presented a little differently. Tapasvadhyaya Ishwara Pranidhanani Kriya Yoga. But what Paramahamsa Yoganandji and his followers practice is one form of a breathing come mantra meditation. The same thing was practiced by probably, I don't know, Siddha Yoga people do the same thing now, but the original founder of Siddha Yoga, Swami Shivananda, taught the same thing. Actually, Siddha Yoga, Muktananda is Guru, Nityananda. Nityananda is Guru, is Shivananda. I had the good fortune of knowing all the three. I was a little boy when Shivananda used to come and teach Kriya Yoga, Siddha Veda. It's very similar to Paramahamsa Yogananda's. It's a little sort of vigorous breathing also involved in it, sort of strenuous. It is a practice, but normally in the integral yoga we don't recommend that too much because it's strenuous, it needs more rigidity, discipline in your life. It can easily aggravate certain symptoms in your life. It can bring too much heat in the body. If you practice it properly as Kriya Yoga, that's why even in SRF, they don't really give the intense practice of Kriya Yoga. They just give you something mild. Call it Kriya Yoga. So it's nothing new. But we don't. Certain, even some certain type of mudras, asana, pranayama, even in pranayama, there is a murcha pranayama. What we recommend here is only Kapalabhati, Bhastrika, Nadi Suddhi. But there are many more pranayamas. Murcha. You breathe in, hold the breath until you faint. <laughs> murcha means that. You are taught that way. Until the whole body vibrates, perspire. How many people have that kind of body to withstand that? It can rupture any blood vessel. Yes, in those days, they used to practice because their bodies were that clean. They never had all this junk food. They ate clean food. Their bodies were filled with immunity. In fact, we don't practice all the type of Hatha Yogas now. Our bodies in this modern age is not fit for that. Well, sometimes when people want to do something differently, newly, they may add something. See, there's a lot of talk about Kundalini Yoga. We never even talk about Kundalini. There are vigorous ways, violent ways to arouse Kundalini. But there's more danger also in that. Why do you want to do that? So, you say, go slow. Slow and steady. 
we are not in a hurry heaven can wait so i am not condemning that practice but some people sometimes want to give you some experience quickly but uh, without realizing the danger it's all right if you want to practice stay with an, an expert a, a, a real adept in that practice let the person constantly watch you guide you it's almost like flying you cannot just simply go read a book and get one day initiation and fly the plane everything takes a little time proper guidance but even at that age some I, somehow maybe i might have done something before i'm not sure i used to even argue with swami shivananda not uh, my master swami shivananda the swami shivananda the guru of nityananda we call him badagara shivananda it goes under the name of the place where he came from badagara actually i stayed with him for some time i used to argue with him why do you want to do this give this to the members because if very quickly they get some sort of excitement they go into some trance they get some experience and they that is what they are looking for but many people had problems many ruptured their blood vessels many went insane who will become responsible for that then so we have to be really careful in dealing with these practices many are very dangerous not that we do not know you don't have to even practice anything i just come around you give a kick at your buttocks your kundalini will rise up <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i'm really serious about it <laughs> so you don't have to do anything a pinch a touch a kick is enough but are you ready for it what will be the outcome of it the after effect of it if i could do that i can get thousands and thousands of disciples all around me overnight but probably i'll be thinking of my own personal interest i was about to say my own welfare is not even welfare a teacher should think of the welfare of the student their limit their capacities what is it that they can comfortably do without getting into trouble and gently lift them bring them up in a safe natural way by giving a shot to a tree you can make it ripe and bring fruits within 6 months but that you call it not organic there is a taste and a beauty in the natural growth our personality should grow like that naturally not with vigorous forceful methods for many years i was a student of spiritual master who was a great source of love wisdom and growth for me but my faith in him is shaken i never found any fault in him 
He was always an uplifting example, but I have come to doubt the efficacy and completeness of his teaching. How can I evaluate and gain clarity? If you say he is a love personified, wise person, and you didn't find any fault with him, and if you still say, I am losing the faith, that means you are not practicing what he has given you. It's your laziness. It's not his fault. And as I said earlier, there is no fast practices to gain something. So you you should know. Think, am I following all his guidelines? So put the faith in the teachings. Apply it daily. Practice brings its result only if done well with total sincerity for a long time without break. You might have heard that, huh? Patanjali Yoga Sutra. Dirgakala Nairandriya Satkara Sevitotra Bhumi. Long time without break with total interest, sincerity. 